On this episode of the Junior Wakefield Show, I have a special friend and special guest, Lauren Siri. I believe everyone has greatness in them. As a personal trainer, it's my goal to get people to push themselves and to see the greatness in them that I see. And some people have stories so great, so incredible, I felt the need to share them with the world. Join me as I sit down and talk with some of the people who define greatness in our generation. This is the Junior Wakefield Show. Welcome to the Junior Wakefield Show. I'm Junior Wakefield. Today's show is really interesting. It is, I have a really good friend of mine uh, who I've known for a number of years, and she reminds me a lot of the things that my mother went through. Um, my mom, you know, I had three sisters, myself, my mom, she was our counselor. She was our banker. She was our disciplinarian. She did everything. She made sure, uh, you know, whatever our different needs were, she met, or she told us not to, uh, back then she, she didn't spank us. I call it whipped us, uh, just to make sure that we knew what, what was right and what was wrong. Um, if there was a problem that we had, we went to her and she took care of everything around the house. And my dad, he worked nonstop. And then on the weekends, he took care of everything around the house. And so my special guest today is Lauren Siri. And Lauren is a mom, a jack of all trades. Um, I know that's kind of a generic. She is, um, she's a housewife. She's a homeowner. Uh, as I said, a new mom. And she's going to tell us her story about the trials and tribulations that she's gone through to get where she is now. And so I want to welcome to the Junior Wakefield Show, Lauren Siri. Hi. Lauren, how you doing? Doing great. Thank you, you for having me. Good. Are you I'm nervous? Excited. A little bit. Good. But it's exciting. It's fun. Oh, good. Yeah. Well, after this show, uh, we also have another show that you're going to be doing. Yes. So uh, you'll get all those cobwebs and everything out and all the nervousness and stuff. So Perfect. I'm excited to have you here. Thanks. Thank you for having so, me. Lauren. Yes. So in the last couple of weeks, you've had a lot of things happen. A lot of things change. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not going to s- spoil it for anyone. So you go ahead and tell us, you know, what happened in the last couple of weeks? So my husband and I purchased our home uh, about 30 days ago, and we moved in this past Saturday, finally. Um, so that's really exciting. Mm-hmm. Um, I also got accepted into nursing school. I just found that out on Friday of last week. So that's another change to kind of add to everything else that's changed. Um, So just on top of buying a home, moving, and then now come January, I'll also be a student again. And it's been a long time (laughs) since I've worn that hat. Um, So I'm kind of excited to see where that goes. Now, you just mentioned two things, such as buying a home, which is major. Yeah. Also, being accepted in the nursing school, congratulations. Thank you. But that's major. Yes. You're a mom. I know. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> now, how old is your daughter? Uh, she'll be three in December. That's a handful. Uh, yeah. It's a lot. You're a housewife. Mm-hmm. And you work. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of hats. Yeah. It's how a lot. How do you do it? You know, they use the phrase all the time when it comes to raising children, it takes a village. And, man, I have never heard anything more true. It takes a village and I could not do it without the support that I have from my husband, from my family, specifically my mom. My mom is a saint. Shout out to you, mom. You're amazing. Um, she is the one that takes care of my daughter. 
and before before we just moved into our new house in Fort Worth, she was driving an hour to wow. come babysit and to come help her and to help out. And she helps us when she's there watching Brindley. She helps us out around the house, and she just does all these different things without even being asked because she's amazing and she's a saint. But I literally could not do it without the help of her and my husband. Now, with you, with with all the many different jobs and the hats that you have, are you following the example of your mother? Yes, uh, she she was always a busybody. My my younger brother and I were always super involved in sports. Um, we every weekend we either had a game, a tournament, something going on. On top of the fact that she worked full time, uh, my dad works you know 10 12 hours a day six days a week so it was always you know really just my mom with us and the two kids and getting us to all these different places and you know sometimes she had to be in two places at once and somehow she made it work and you know kind of going back to how I juggle everything I've always been a busybody, and in a way staying that busy kind of helps me handle it better if that makes sense mm-hmm. um you know, from the time, you know, when I was in high school, I was in competitive cheer and dance, and I'd get up every morning at 6 o'clock, be at dance practice by 7 a.m., and then school right after that. Then after school was over, you know, more dance practice, then cheerleading practice at 6, and then home by 9 to finish homework and go to sleep and do it all over again. So it's just something that I've always done. I don't think I know how to do nothing. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. So that definitely helps me manage it a little bit more, I think. Okay. Now... You and I, we worked out together. Yes. And I didn't bring a picture of you pushing a car. Uh, <laughs> James so is poor. James, or no, yeah, it was Mercedes. James is Mercedes. So shout out Thanks to that, uh, James. James Johnson. So in his Mercedes, uh, <laughs> yeah. which was which was nice. But you you pushed the car. You pulled the tire. You did. You ran. You oh did God, your push ups. You did so many different things. With all the many hats that you wear. You work out also. Mm-hmm. And so I think there's a picture, if I'm not mistaken, that I sent Andrew of you working out when we oh, started yeah. to where you are now. <laughs> That's incredible. Thanks. How do you feel? Amazing. I, you know, there was a time where I didn't think that I would ever get back to my goal and to get where I wanted to be because it took a really long time, harder, longer than I care to admit. But, you know, just different factors come into play, I think. And, but it feels so good to be to hit your goal. And once you hit your goal, you know, a lot of people think they're like, oh, okay, you know, that's it. But it makes you want to work harder. harder. Like you want to, yeah, you would just want to see like how far you can go. And it's really motivating. Well, that's awesome. Well, that was a that was a great picture. <laughs> now, when you were in the hospital with Brindley, mm-hmm. you had a tough time. I had a very hard time post-pregnancy. For Talk sure. about that a little bit if you'd like. So I had really, really bad postpartum depression after having Brindley. And it took me probably six months after she was born to really get the help that I need and realize that, okay, hey, I can't do this alone because it's hard. It's, I mean, and it's a very real thing. And a lot of people, you know, will dismiss you and, you know, oh, it's fine. It's just the hormones, blah, blah, blah. But it's not. It's a real thing. It's very raw and it's very scary. And it's, and it's, it consumes you and it completely changes you as a person. I mean, there was times where I would be sitting there on the couch with her holding her and just sobbing, crying for no reason. And then you just feel so guilty because you're sitting here looking at this beautiful, perfect, healthy baby that you have. And why do you feel so crappy? You know? Mm -hmm. So it's definitely kind of hard. And, you know, social media is a blessing and a curse, especially when it comes to things like that, because there's this just facade that 
everything is going to be picture perfect like this. You know, you're going to mm -hmm. have your baby and then in two months you're fitting into your jeans again and all these different things and you're just going to feel great and it's amazing. And when it's not like that for you, it's the first thing you want to do is compare yourself like, okay, they did it. Why can't I? And, mm -hmm. you know, you just get caught in this vicious cycle and it's hard to find your way out sometimes. Now, you're going through the postpartum depression. You're trying to find an answer. You're trying to understand because now you have a new child. Mm -hmm. You're trying to understand wh what's my purpose in life. Mm -hmm. What helped you? Well, when I went, I saw a doctor for a while, for a, on and off for about a year, and mm -hmm. that kind of helped. Um, talking with my husband and having him support me and just leaning on my family and continuing to just see my daughter every day and see how beautiful and happy she is and every time I looked at her, I knew that I had no choice but to be the best I could be because that's what she deserves. Good. So during your toughest time during the postpartum depression, and I, I, I mean, the bodyguard Michael Smith right here, I mean, Michael, uh, Michael Smith, that's funny. <laughs> Michael Price right here is, uh, you know, he, he, he hasn't gone through that. And then myself hasn't gone through that. What are some of the things or what are some of the signs or what are some of the signals that you endured and went through that you can share with other people? How sad I was all the time. I just, I was angry. I didn't want to do anything. I, I just wanted to sit around all day and, you know, kind of going back. Like, that's not me. Like, I'm an extremely, I'm a busybody. I'm mm -hmm. always busy. I'm always doing something. I always have my hands in a million different things. And I... You know, I wouldn't do anything. I would literally just sit around the house all day. And those were kind of the big indicators. And then, you know, I wasn't making healthy choices with eating. So I, you know, I gained a bunch of weight and I wasn't losing weight because I wasn't working out because I didn't want to work out. And that, you know, was making it worse. Um, so what are some of the tips that you can share with others? Are other moms out there are soon to be moms or people who may are women who may be struggling with postpartum depression? Don't be ashamed and it's hard. And just like I said, you know, because so many people dismiss it like, oh, it's not a real thing. It's just your hormones. Don't be ashamed. Get the help you need. Talk to somebody and find your way out of it. If, if I can fight my way out of it, anybody can. Okay. And it's just it's the most important thing, I think, is just to not be ashamed of it and to recognize it as soon as you can and to get the help that you need. Okay. So when you oh, when you when you finally now. Do you still have problem with depression or postpartum depression or No, not it... really. I mean I mean I get sad about something, sure, but I it's nothing like it was. Like it's nothing like I just want to sit in bed and pull the covers over my head and not move kind mm -hmm. of thing or I just don't, you know, I don't want to see anybody. I don't want to do anything type of thing. Like, you know. Okay. Now how's your daughter now? Amazing. She's wild. She's so <laughs> funny and so sassy. Okay. No, who is she like? You or your husband? Oh gosh. Me. <laughs> as so, bad as I want to say she acts just like him, she acts just like me. I'm in so much trouble. No, I've said that on many occasions. For anyone who has daughters, daughters Ooh. are exact replicas of your spouse, your wife, your oh, she boy. Is. Incredible. Just, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, she uh, Amazing. Is. An exact replica. Mm -hmm. So, listen, you hear, you hear it from me. <laughs> <laughs> but she just she just proved that point yeah, right there. Yeah, she is. So, she is just like her mom. So now you have so you work. We're not going to say the name of the company that you work for because they're not paying us. <laughs> um, so you work. 
you take care of your husband, you take care of your family, you're moving into a new home, you still work out. Mm -hmm. Still, again, yeah. how do you juggle all of that? Do you do you, do you have a schedule? Uh, um, does your husband says, nope, you do this, I do this? I mean, how do you do it? Well, well, delegation helps a lot. Like, there's certain things, like, if I don't have time during the day to run, like, a simple errand or something, then I'll pass it off to him, and he'll do it either on his lunch break or when he gets off from work. Now, the fact that he works during the day now mm -hmm. helps a ton mm -hmm. so he can actually do things after work, and then he's with her after work. But I dedicate, I make my schedule, and I dedicate that one hour five days a week for my workout because that is one of the ways that I fight off the anxiety and the depression and anything else that I might be feeling in stress. That's the number one way that I deal with the stress and the stress of everything else that is going on. I so, mean, it, it's imperative to me that I get that workout in because if I don't, it's, it, you know, it gets bad. Good. <laughs> yeah. So you have, so yeah, you have your workout in. So, and, um, so between you and your husband, is there constant communication? Mm -hmm. Oh Yeah. Absolutely, and it has to Abs be. Oh yeah, for sure. Especially when it especially when it comes to Brinley, and you know when she gets involved in sports and activities and in school and stuff like that, then you know I think communication really comes into play because you know somebody's got to make sure you're picking up your kid mm -hmm. or taking that's the, true. That's who's true. taking the kid to practice yeah, that's or who's true. picking them up. That way they're not stuck at the soccer field by themselves or whatever, which happens all the time. And I totally get it how that happens. I used to think like when I used to hear things like, "Oh, my mom, my my mom forgot their kid at school." I used to like, "How do you do that?" No, like I get it. Yeah. I totally get it. <laughs> yeah, I have a story. I left my I left my son at the barber shop. I, yeah. I thought he was in the car. He wasn't in the car. Yeah, see? We just we just took off, and then I get a phone call about an hour later. And says, "You know, your son is still here." And it's like, <laughs> oh boy. So yes, I. Yes, I it's easy. I, yes, I it's understand so that. I understand That's that. That's funny. Wow. So Lauren, so now you have a you have a, a few moments. Yes. You want to give a shout out to anybody? Uh, my husband. I love you so much. Thank you for everything. My mom. Thank you for everything. I could not do it without you. I could not function without you. My dad, my brother, my sister-in-law, my mom and my mother and father-in-law, my sister and brother-in-law, my niece and nephew, my whole family, friends, all going. my friends. Yeah, everybody. I love you guys. Oh, that's incredible. Now, I always have to give a shout out to my dad. My dad, you know, had some health problems, so I would give a shout out to him. Dad, you know, I love you to death. You know, make sure you take care of yourself. I also got to give a, a shout out to my family and uh, also a shout out to uh, my buddy uh, Hunter Smith and uh, Kelly Smith and Michael Price and, you know, the workout groups and so forth. So um, I want to give a shout out to you guys. You know, the, one of the reasons why I had um, Lauren on is because a lot of times people can't identify with certain things. You can't identify with postpartum depression because a lot of times women may not understand, or sometimes there's single moms out there, or there's just things that aren't recognizable, or or you can't go to a doctor because of insurance or, or finances mm -hmm. and different things like that. And so when I knew Lauren's story and heard about it and she talked about it, this was an opportunity for, for her to share it with other people um, and other women or husbands or people out there who just may not know where to go. Mm -hmm. And so I think people can relate to your story. They can relate to, you know, having the, the many, uh, the many different hats and, and, and trying to understand and trying to figure out time because it does take a village. Yeah. It does take uh, a supportive spouse. Yeah. It does. It really does. It does take help from other people outside mm -hmm. that, those four walls that you live in yeah. to be able to help. And it also takes you within yourself to be identified, to identify that. And I think that's the thing that, that, 
that a lot of people aren't recognizing and a lot of people out there may not know how to go and, and find out. So if you had some closing words for those people out there that may be searching or may, may not understand, what were some of the things that you would say to kind of say, hey, guys, you're not alone? The more you try to handle it on your own, the worse it gets. So the best thing that I can say is to just remember that you are not alone. There's a million people out there that are going through the same thing and a million people out there that have gone through the same thing and are more than willing to help. And personally, I struggle with asking for any kind of help. That's my husband. I, I try to take on everything, but it comes to the point where you just can't do it all and you have to ask for help. And believe me, people are willing to help. All you have to do is ask. Good. Do you know of any places to go or anything like that, or is this place any anywhere to search for or just look up? Is social? You say social media is social media a good tool to kind of look at to get started? I wouldn't say social media specifically. No. I mean, I would look at. I would. I would do just a Google search for some type of like you know groups and stuff like that. I mean, there are Facebook groups out there for like new moms and stuff like that. I'm sure, but that's just not. Like I said, I, the social media hurt me more personally mm-hmm. than it did help me. But okay. again, that's just personal for me. Okay. Um, but I mean, I would what I would do is I would do a Google search for like a support group and then okay. and then go from there. Especially if it's like an insurance thing or something like that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Or just find me. <laughs> oh, there, see, oh, there you go. Well, Lauren, so you just put that out. You put you that go. out there. Yeah. Uh, I'm so more than happy to help anybody ever. See, there you go. For and sure. um, Instagram, right? Yes. So, how do they find you on Instagram? Just search my first and last name, Lauren Siri. Awesome. Awesome, Lauren. Thank you very much. Yeah, appreciate it. thank you. Wow. Well, Lauren, thank you for being here. Thank you for sharing your story. I appreciate it more than you'll ever know. Yes. I think there's more people out there that probably recognize and understand uh, the things that you've gone through. I hope so. And we'll, we'll, some may search you out and some may, you know, and, and find it. So I, I think, um, I, believe, I truly believe that you've, you're going to help somebody out there who may not have known it. I hope so. I mean, even if it's just one person. And that's, you know, that's all that matters. Well, good. Well, awesome. Lauren, thank you for being here. Thank you for having me. It was awesome. It was a pleasure. Again, thank Michael Price for uh, sitting here being our security. The best security. Uh, Of course, I'm also going to thank Andrew, our producer. Uh, You know, I got to thank the Real News PR staff, um, Josh, um, Sarah, and everybody else out there. Uh, so thank you guys for watching the Junior Wakefield Show. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you learned something from it. Uh, I hope you had a blast. Um, in a couple of weeks, we also have Wendy Wilson coming in. So she'll be sitting down telling her story, an inspiring story. And I look for the opportunity to hear from you. You know, I'm on all the many social medias that's going to pop up here shortly. So give me a shout out. Uh, watch on YouTube. Um, and thank you guys for watching. I appreciate it. And I'm Junior Wakefield and the Junior Wakefield Show. Thank you. <laughs>